Welcome to Discovering Nutrition with Chronometer. I'm your host and community marketing manager, and today I am very excited to have on guest Hannah. Hannah is a 21-year-old and has lost 45 pounds through calorie tracking with the help from Chronometer. After going viral on TikTok last month in a post highlighting her weight loss transformation, her following on the platform has steadily been growing as she continues to post content related to weight loss and nutrition. With her account now having over 27 times the number of followers it had before posting her viral TikTok video, Hannah is going to continue posting helpful content that will aid people on their own weight loss journeys. We found Hannah through her TikTok mention of Chronometer and her success has been overwhelming. Not only has she lost weight, but this 21-year-old is incredibly knowledgeable when it comes to nutrition. We hope you love this episode. How was your weekend? It was good. It was, was good. it? I, yeah, we went going out twice in a row is harder, um, <laughs> but we persevered and then we had a wedding shower on Sunday. So that was fun. And yeah, it went well. That's amazing. Glad to hear it. Okay. So I'm just going to dive in a little bit. From our side, we met Hannah through TikTok. (laughs) What had actually happened, this is a great story on our side, is we saw a spike in traffic to the app and we couldn't really attribute it to one thing in particular. In our marketing team, we were scratching our heads and we were wondering, where is this coming from? After it settled down a little bit, we were able to look at the demographic, which is outside of our typical target market. We were seeing all these young women, women in their late teens, women in their early 20s. And this is not typical app user profile for us. So we're like, where is this coming from? We search on TikTok. We see that you have posted a video and in the video, you've commented about using Chronometer to have some success. And then I was like, okay, this is going absolutely viral. The last time I checked the video that you mentioned us in was at 5.1 million views. Just, Just for context, Hannah is to this point, not been a TikTok influencer. So to go this viral so quickly is absolutely outstanding. And then I was like, I want to hop on a call with her. And then we hopped on a call and you actually blew me away. I went back to the marketing team after and I'm like, she is so knowledgeable about nutrition. It's amazing. And it gave me so much hope for the future because A lot of the time, I wonder if people are like paying attention to all the information that's available now. Like there's so much out there. Are people using it? And then I got on a call with you and you're talking about macronutrients and then blowing my mind talking about micronutrients. And I'm like, there's so much hope. So that's how we met Hannah from our side. But if you could briefly introduce yourself, give us an overview of your weight loss journey uh, including how much weight you've lost because it's absolutely outstanding. I would love to hear about it. Yes. So my name is Hannah. I was not a TikToker when I posted, like I had some stuff up, but I just posted for fun. 
And then I think when I posted that one TikTok, it was almost two weeks ago that went like insane. I had like 300 followers and now I have over 8,000 after posting that. So now there's a bit more of a following behind me, which is great. And I intend to grow that. I've been posting a lot more videos and helping a lot of people. And like, like you said, like I think there's hope for Gen Z and anybody who wants to lose weight. Losing weight as a woman is a lot. It's difficult. And so, yeah, I've been able to touch a lot of people and I going to continue to post content to help people and motivate people because losing weight like changed everything for me, everything about my life. And it sounds dramatic, but it really does make a difference. So I started losing weight in April of 2022. I was 175 pounds and people don't believe me because they think I'm five foot six. So in my before pictures, I haven't posted many like body before pictures, but the big one that went viral was of my face. And I was like holding so much water and fat in my neck. And people don't believe me that I was only 175 pounds because 175 pounds because I looked so much bigger because I was holding so much here. But I started, I've been 5'6 the whole time. I started 175 pounds. And then it took me about a year and a half and I lost 45 pounds. So I'm down to 130. That is like a pretty like long timeline. Um, I took it slow on purpose though because I didn't want a quick fix. I wanted like a lifestyle change. And from the start, I was nutrition tracking because I knew like I did a bunch of research when I decided I was like, I'm going to lose weight. I have to lose weight. I want to feel good about myself. I remember I did a bunch of research. And the one thing like the one thing that everyone needs to lose weight is to be in a calorie deficit. And there are just many strategies out there to help people be in a calorie deficit. And for me, knowing my personality, my lifestyle, and like what my daily life looks like, I knew that nutrition tracking was going to be the way that I should go or at least try it first. And at the start, I just tracked calories and my macronutrients, so my fats, proteins, and carbs. And now, as you said, I've progressed into paying attention to everything. So my micronutrients, my minerals, I pay attention to cholesterol, sodium, saturated fat, everything like that. But for at the start, back when I like barely knew anything and just wanted to lose fat, I was just tracking my calories and my macronutrients with a different app. And then it was discontinued and I was like distraught. And I was like, no, like I still want to lose like 15 more pounds. I don't know what I'm going to do. And I remember I texted my mom and I was just hysterical. And I was like, this app is gone. They just turned it off. I don't know why. Like I would have paid money to keep it, blah, blah, blah. And she was like frantically researching for me. And she was like, um, have you tried this? Have you tried this? And she listed a couple of other big apps that I'm not a fan of. And then she was like, well, have you tried Chronometer? And I was like, no. And I downloaded it. And the free version itself is just insane. It has so many features and so much information for you about you when you track what you eat. And I was just, I remember I texted my mom, I texted my best friend because she's also doing some nutrition tracking and stuff. And I was like, this app is insane. And I wish I had downloaded it at the start because it was the app that I was using. It was good. It did what I needed it to do. But Chronometer is just a whole nother level and it's free. Like the free version is insane. Like tracking micronutrients and um, minerals. Like I was like, what? Like this is, did I accidentally pay? Like what's going on? But like the free version itself has like, you can track your water and it pays attention to like when you're consuming foods and other beverages that aren't water that have water, it adds that to your water. It's so cool. I was like, whoa. And so I've been like hooked ever since. And then, yeah, I posted the TikTok. I finally hit, I was going to try to lose another five pounds. Um, I'm getting married in December but I had my dress fitting this past weekend. So I'm just stopping at 1.30 and just maintaining that. So my dress fits correctly. I'm getting married end of December. This is like a lifelong thing for me now. Like, I don't know. Like, obviously, like there's like I didn't track this weekend. Like, you know, like there's things like that. But 
this app is like, it's insane. Like it's such a game changer. And then I posted a TikTok and I lost the 45 pounds and it exploded. And I was like, okay, wow. And then people were asking how, how, how. So I responded to a couple comments and mentioned chronometer. And then I also replied to a couple comments with videos and also mentioned chronometer. And then I'm also planning to release more content about the app moving forward. But I wish I had downloaded that at the beginning and had not stopped when I found that one app that like it did its job but it wasn't like exceptional by any means. And then I got chronometer after that initial app um, was discontinued. And this app like exceeds all expectations, even just the free version. So that's my experience. I'm a lifelong user now. I'm never, ever going to get rid of it. It's like everything. Like it's, it's my favorite thing ever. My favorite app on my phone other than like TikTok. So (laughs) (laughs) other than TikTok now. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's funny because you have the same amount of passion that I have. Obviously I work here, but I also use the app every single day without fail. I mean, I'm like you, there has to be some leeway. And sometimes I'll go into the backcountry camping for a weekend and I'm not going to sweat it. You know, I'm not going to be worried about not tracking, but I always Mm -hmm. come back to it because I honestly, I don't know about you, but if I'm not tracking, I am guaranteed to miss targets. I'm someone that constantly has to work on my protein intake. It's been years. I don't know why it's not more simple for me, but if I deviate from my regular nutrition tracking habits, my protein is probably like 20 to 30 grams less. And -hmm. people are always like surprised that I'm five years in and still tracking, but having like an apple versus a banana in one day, people think that, you know, fruits and stuff are interchangeable. They're really not, you know, like you get way more potassium with consuming a banana than an apple. And those little things can make a huge difference for your overall nutrition. So it's great that you're paying attention to those. I think that the best time to start tracking is now. And the second best time to start tracking is 20 years ago. And you're going to be so much healthier, I think, personally, because you're tracking at such a young age. Like that's the feedback that I hear from a lot of people is they wish they'd started sooner. And you honestly can't start much sooner than you already have. So I think that (laughs) what you're going to learn through tracking is going to be amazing. I obviously you're already very knowledgeable. The app that Hannah is talking about was actually my plate. And we found out through the internet through, I think, honestly, through Reddit, we have a very active Reddit community that I love being a part of. And someone mentioned that it was being discontinued. And honestly, they weren't always on our radar. We have people that we tend to, you know, pay attention to what they're doing a little bit more. So we were surprised to learn about it. And then we just felt sad for their community, you know, like, we ended up writing a blog welcoming my plate users and highlighting some of the differences between their app and chronometer, which you were sent from what I understand (laughs) from your mother, like the the blog actually works, which is great news, (laughs) but we just felt sad for people. And we wanted people to not fall off the wagon entirely with their tracking habits just because their app wasn't accessible. So it's great to hear that, that that worked as well. And we welcomed a ton of different people that were tracking with my plate. And I always think whatever works for anybody is what they should do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously I believe chronometer is the best. I might be a little mm-hmm. bit biased, but whatever works for people. Some people still love pen and paper. Some people intuitive eat. Like it's all great. If you're hitting your goals and you're feeling great, then power to you. Yes. When you started 
So you decided you're going to lose weight. Did you have a weight goal in mind or were you just losing weight to lose weight? So at the beginning, I didn't even own a scale where I lived. Like I was just like, I don't care about, I know my start weight, but I don't even care about like losing like a pound per week or whatever. And I knew that I did a lot of research. And as a woman, I knew that it would, if I did like order a scale and weigh myself often and all these things, then I would just probably become a bit too concerned with the number. And also being a woman with all your hormones and everything like that, it's kind of, it can be counterproductive to weigh yourself like super often. So when I started, I was like, I don't care about what I weigh. Um, Next time I go to the doctor, I'll know what I weigh. But I didn't buy a scale till I had already lost the first like 25 pounds because I just cared about how I looked and how my clothes fit. And that's how I like tracked progress is because I had like photos and videos And then also like I was wearing like a size 14 jean and then those were falling off and then I went down to a 10 and then I went down. Now I'm in a four, but like I didn't actually start like weighing myself regularly and now I don't. I weigh myself like once a month and I pick a good time in my cycle so that way it's not thrown off because like I feel like women, I have some girlfriends and they were like, oh, I weigh myself every day, weigh myself once a week. And I was like, you better stop because like, I know that it can be so hard when you see the scale jump up like four pounds and I'm like, you're just holding water. Like it's fine. But yeah, at the start, I didn't have a goal weight in mind. I wasn't even paying attention to my weight. I just wanted to feel better and look better and be able to fit. I had grown out of some clothes because I had gained too much. I was like, I want to fit that again. So like I had a size eight pair of jeans that I loved. And I realized that I had gained weight when I couldn't put them on. And I was like, no, like, this is terrible. And now those jeans are way too big. Like, it's just like, I just focused on like how I looked and felt and how my clothes fit and everything like that. And now I've progressed to obviously like my clothes as well, but I'm, I'm pretty much maintaining it at this point. But at the start, I did not weigh myself at all. I, I Knowing myself, I knew that it would probably hurt me more than it would help me to track my weight. But now I just weigh myself once a month just to make sure that everything's maintaining well, um, especially because I don't want to be like gaining a ton or losing a ton before my wedding because I'd have my dress fitted. But yeah, I didn't, wasn't even care. I didn't care about the scale at all when I first started. I just cared about how I looked and felt. And I saw that first major difference about three months in. And I was like, wow, I look and feel a lot different. And then since then, it's just been uphill, just changes, changes, changes. And now I'm like finally like feeling really good where I am now. So Beyond the physical, have you noticed any other benefits, like even how you move in your body or your mood? How has this affected your life beyond the actual weight loss? I wasn't super, I wasn't like obese. I was like, I think like eight or nine pounds overweight according to like the BMI scale, but I wasn't particularly healthy. Like I would get winded on the stairs and things like that. And now stairs are fine. Like I wasn't like, I'm not going to sit here and say that I was like struggling to walk or anything. Like it wasn't that I didn't let it get that far, but I was like struggling with stairs and then also just struggling with body image. Like it was so hard. Like when I looked in a mirror, I was just, or when I put on clothes and I had to go out in public, like I was just, I hid in baggy clothes a lot and I just wasn't really confident in my body and I wasn't happy in it. And I felt, I feel sad when I think about who I was like a year and a half ago. And I remember she was so sad all the time, like when she looked in a mirror. And then I'm also an emotional eater. So I would get emotional and then I would go eat a bunch and that obviously didn't help at all. But I definitely noticed like my body image and like I like myself a lot more and I like like buying clothes and trying on clothes and going out in public and going out with my friends and everything like that. So that's definitely been a thing is because before I was just so 
it took over everything, like just being unhappy with my body. Like it was constantly on my mind. And now like I'm definitely still like paying attention, but it's different. It's not like, oh, negativity all the time in the back of my head. Like you look fat, you look awful, you look ugly, blah, blah, blah. And now it's like, you look really good. Like I'll walk past myself in a mirror or like in a window at a store. And I'm like, wow, like you've really, really come a long way. So it's definitely been like how I view myself. And also I know what it took to get here. So I'm just, I'm so proud. Like, I'm just like, cause myself a year and a half ago was like just so down. And then it was her, my, the version of myself a year ago that made the decision. And now this is where we are. And I'm just so proud of her. Cause I know that she was so, she being the old me was so sad and so not happy in her body. And now we're here and oh, I could cry, but I'm not going to. But yeah, it's been a huge, it's okay like, if you do. How, I, how I care, like how I look at myself and like, I know what I did and the hard work it took to get here. And it's just, it's the most amazing feeling ever. So yeah, the body image and how I view myself, it's definitely fixed itself for sure. Cause I was just really down before and now I'm really not. <laughs> so <laughs> I think that's great. And I think that's something that women don't talk about enough. And I think that we should just segue into that and dabble in that briefly, because I've felt the same way, honestly. Chronometer, I know that a lot of people think that nutrition tracking can make you more obsessive. For me, the giving me control actually made me feel a lot calmer. I didn't really ever obsess over things. I've never like beat myself up about it, but I've kind of been the same way. And you and I talked about this before we, before this podcast interview is, is I've also weighed more and people would maybe look at me and I wouldn't have even really been classified as overweight, but it just comes down to how you feel about your own body. And no one else can tell you what that point is. You know, like I would say to like close friends, I'd be like not feeling very comfortable. And they're like, oh, you're small. It's fine. I'm like, it's not about what you want me to do. It's about what I want me to do and how I live in my own body and how I feel about my own self. And I am one of those people that I do have a weight that if I go over, I stop feeling good. It's not even just how I feel like I look, but it's, it's like, I run quite a bit and I start getting shin splints. Like I do have this level that I can sometimes creep to. And I just don't feel mentally the same joy. And maybe it's because I am someone that's fixated on those kinds of things a little bit for sure. Like I would, I would say that that might be be accurate, but I just exist so much happier when I'm feeling good about where I'm at. So I completely understand how you're feeling. I think one of the biggest challenges is like a young woman is just the amount of pressure to look a certain way. And I'm pretty outspoken about dislike for filters. I don't Mm -hmm. filter myself. I think that a lot of the, the things that are out there on social media are really scary because people are comparing the themselves to essentially people that don't exist. And we are starting to see more transparency. Like people are filming like filter on, filter off. But why are we even at the point that we want everyone to look the same? And this beauty standard is a certain way. And I before would scroll on social media and I'd see pictures, especially on like Chronometer's account. I run all of our social media. And a lot of the time I'm served content of women that are very fit and very beautiful. And oftentimes 
I mean, a lot of the time they are fit and beautiful. Like we follow a lot of athletes and people that are in this space and their life's work is to look a certain way and perform a certain way. But a lot of the time I'm like, is what I'm looking at even, even real? And that's really challenging and gives me a distorted sense of how I feel I should look. When you were doing this, was it all for you or do you feel those pressures as well from social media to look a certain way? So I have never had an Instagram. So that's definitely helped that I don't have that feed there. The only like social media that I use, like where it's contact with people that I don't necessarily know is TikTok. But yeah, that for you page, I've been a TikTok user since I think 2019. And I'm careful and I hit not interested. So my free page is pretty well curated to me. But, you know, there's the occasional post and it's just like, wow, that's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my life. And then there's all these comments, all these likes, and then you click their profile. And there are people who get famous and they get paid to exist and be beautiful and be thin and fit and active and whatever. And it's like, oh my goodness, like I need to kind of reevaluate my life choices Because like this person, like, I mean, I know like social media, like they could obviously be dealing with so much other stuff behind the scenes. But when you, it's hard when you see that and you see somebody like who appears to be like doing fantastic and they're in a really like, I can look at someone's body and I'm like, wow, that's like a pretty healthy body. Like if I'm taking an educated guess here and it's really hard to look at that and not want that for yourself. So um, I definitely still have a ways to go. I am after the wedding going to be working on building muscle. <laughs> um, but like, it's so like when you see that, those like users on TikTok and then there's like some of them, they just, ha- they get paid to exist and be in a really healthy body and a really fit body. And it's like, wow, like you have it made. But then also it's just, it's hard to not want that. Like not the fame necessarily, but not to want that body for yourself and want to feel like as good as they appear to be feeling. But at the same time, it's like, could be totally like, now people can face tune like, videos too. Like it's like crazy what people can do. And then also like people can seem happy on social media and seem like they're confident where they are. But at the end of the day, we all do have insecurities and Mm -hmm. not everyone has piles and piles of money to fix their insecurities like some people do. So it's definitely like had an impact, but I just knew like all of that aside, like when I looked in my mirror, I wasn't pleased with what I saw. And I knew that losing body fat would be what would help me to feel better. But then there's also the motivation. Like I have some videos saved in a folder and it's just like motivation to continue, you know, motivation to, I think it says like to not be fat. (laughs) Like, (laughs) isn't really nice, but (laughs) like I have it all like saved in there. And it's like, cause these people like you, when you, they work really hard for this and it's like you, like I can work hard too and I can get there if I really like put in the time and the effort and stop looking for quick, short fixes and focus on a long-term lifestyle change. And that's where chronometer comes in because that's like my preferred method. I'm just like you where I'm like, I'm not obsessed. I'm just very educated now. Like I'm, I've opened so, like my eyes are open now to so much that was going on. Like I didn't know, like when I got chronometer and I'm going through my micronutrients, I was like, oh my goodness, I need to order a lot of supplements and get things added in. Like my vitamin K, I was not getting enough vitamin K because I'm picky and I don't like vegetables. Sorry. And all these things, but I'm like, that's where it comes in. It's like, that's like my life's like, it's a lifestyle change. And I don't want just a quick fix. I don't want to just lose 10 pounds of water and see that number on the scale and be like, great, I'm thin now. Like, it's not, it's not about that. Like, it's about me, like long-term, like the rest of my life being in a healthy body and 
taking care of myself and knowing what goes into my body and what benefits it has and what else I need on a day-to-day basis. So that's why chronometer, like I take folic acid because I'm a woman of childbearing age. But on the days where I have Chex cereal for breakfast, I need to skip the folic acid tablet because otherwise my folate will go too high and it can make you sick. And I'm just like, I would have never known that or caught that before chronometer. Like I would have just gone over on all the days that I have Chex cereal and also had my folic acid tablet. I would have gone over on my folate and it could have gotten me like pretty sick, like just like with like a stomach ache or whatever. I would have never known that. Like I, I don't look at like the folate on everything and add it all up. So that's why chronometer, you just scan it, you measure it, or I have a food scale, which is so easy. And then it tells you what you need and also what you might be having too much of. And it's just, that's just where it comes in. It's because I'm like, I'm this is my lifestyle. Like this is like what I pay attention to. This is what I care about. And what goes into my body is something that's important to me because I want to be here a long time and I want to, I want my body to serve me. I want to be able to do things and be active and be fit. And that's why I'm just like, this is like, this is a lifestyle difference now. It's not me just tracking to lose weight. This is me changing my life and being healthier and being aware of what's going into my body because beforehand I wasn't. And that was probably a big contributing factor to why I was gaining weight and I felt disgusting and all this is because I micronutrients, but also I was just consuming too much. But that's that's why the app, I'm just like, I, I know now and I can plan my day on what I want to consume. And that's my life now. It's like I'm aware and it's something I value as a person. If people want to call that obsessive, that's that's your problem. But for me, it's just like my life and what I care about and what I want to spend the extra, like what, 10 minutes? I don't spend more than 10 minutes a day on the actual app, like tracking. Like I would, I'm going to have to check my screen time. Like I don't, it doesn't take a long time. Like it's not a lot of effort, especially now that I'm so used to it. Like I scan the thing and then chronometer actually has a list of your recent. So you don't have to scan every time. Like if you throw away a package, but you scanned it yesterday, it's so easy. It's so easy. Like it's like the most simplest thing in the world, especially because chronometer most of their foods have like different units that you can use. So like if you're in ounces or grams or whatever. So it's just, it's my lifestyle now. It's it's an everyday thing for me now with the exception of like over the holidays, I'm probably not going to use it. But yeah, it's definitely been like, it's a lifestyle thing now, not just me trying to reach an end goal. It's me trying to continue for the rest of my life being healthy and paying attention to what goes into my body. Okay, now I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Your journey is honestly, it's so inspiring. And I love it so much because what's happened is you've become very empowered about your food choices. And it's insane to me that you are dialed. Like you're you're a biohacker, Hannah, that you've you, that you're so dialed that you're making choices based on you know, like if you've had check cereal or not, that level of detail is going to serve you so well. You're going to know your body so well. I think that's amazing. One of the things that you touched on, which I find to be sweetly ironic, is that you are now someone on TikTok. You're you're talking about people on social media and how you like look, you know, will look at people and you'll be like, oh, they have a healthy body and I want that. There's like five million people who you are that for. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That they saw you and they're like, whoa, I want to do that. One of the things I think that is a hurdle right now today with not just like the younger generation, but everyone is we are hardwired to want the quickest fix. So I'm like looking at some of the comments on there on your uh, videos because I'm just so fascinated. 
and really trying to understand how someone goes from just tracking calories to paying attention to all of their nutrients like you. Because honestly, I got off the call with you and I was like, she was so impressive because I was expecting, I didn't know what to expect based on your video. I thought we'd just hop on a call and you tell me you lost 45 pounds. And I'd be like, that's awesome, obviously. And I'm really excited to hear that. But I felt just so, so hopeful and blown away by the amount of knowledge that you have. Mm-hmm. I don't know why more people don't do that, but everybody wants a magic bullet. You know, there's a lot of weight loss drugs out there right now. 45 pounds is incredible. Do you think that when people find out that the way you lost weight is is just science basically like you're living in a caloric deficit when you're losing weight like do you think they're almost like let down like i have to you mean i have to track food if i want to lose weight you know like i think people just want to hear that you did like a tea cleanse for 3 days and got the results but ultimately that's just not going it's just not going to work like you touched on you can lose water weight really quickly and that can feel very gratifying but when it comes down to it you have to have a deficit of 3500 calories to lose 1 pound and yep. there's nothing sexy about that this is mm-hmm. just the way that it is and and to chip away and to have that deficit 45 times you had, I don't, I'm not good at math on the fly. That's a lot of calories that you torched. But do you think that people want a quick fix? And why do you think tracking is hard for people? So I think that a lot, and speaking from somebody who has been there before, a switch flips when you actually decide that this is the time. Like a lot of people, they try and then they fail. And they try and then they fail and they try, they'll try keto, which, okay, again, that's also carbs hold, what is it, one gram of carbs holds four grams of water. So like, yeah, your scale is going to drop because you're like eating low carbs or whatever. But I think that a lot of people have several attempts to lose weight and then something clicks and they realize that it's not going to be fast. And there are ways to quickly lose weight and gain muscle. Like there are some creators who do like super cuts and they're like insanely active but it's hard to be realistic because that's their job is like to be active and to create that content. So I think for someone with who lives in everyday life, like I'm a college student, full-time college student, I work and I'm extremely busy. I knew that I just, I had to be realistic and I couldn't put a timeline on it. And that was just a mental switch. Like I had tried, like I would try for a week and I wasn't tracking. I was just like, oh, I'll just have a smoothie, which a lot of smoothies can pack 500, 600 calories. So that's like really mm. like an uneducated choice. Um, <laughs> but it's just a matter of like being aware, like, and it you have to, I know it can be like kind of draining for people to like, because now when I look at something, I can take a good guess at how many calories are and mm. I can guess the carbs, fats, and proteins. And I know some people like the way that their mind works is that sounds like a burden that they don't want to take on. But for me, it's been an enlightening, like I feel like I have glasses on now and I can see everything so much clearer, but it's just a matter of flipping that switch and not viewing it as a chore to lose weight or to track. And some people can lose weight without tracking, like the method where it's mm-hmm. like you half your plate veggies, half your plate a carb and then or a quarter plate carb, quarter plate protein or whatever. And like people are successful with that, but that is a calorie deficit. Like it's it's all the same. The universal truth is all these strategies out there. 
keto, carnivore, all these crazy things. These juice cleanses are an extreme calorie deficit that's actually dangerous. But the common denominator in all of them is that you're in a calorie deficit. That's what that is. So I think that you just have to flip the switch and understand that if you want to lose the weight and then keep it off, you just have to carry the mental burden of being aware of what you're eating and the makeup, like in terms of nutrition, of all the things around you that you have as options. So it's just a mental thing. And some people, it'll take them years for that switch to flip and for them to realize like, okay, I need to stop viewing it as I want to lose weight. I want to lose 45 pounds. I want to lose 100 pounds, blah, 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 and view it as I want to be healthy and I want to serve my body and eat things that help my body. And that's like the the switch. Like that's why I didn't even weigh myself at the beginning is because I'm like, I don't even care about that. I just want to look better and feel better and losing weight is going to be the way to do that. But I don't care about what I weigh. Like I just I just want to look better and feel better. So I think it's just flipping that switch. And some people, it'll take them a long time to get there. But flipping it from I need a quick fix like we've talked about or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do keto for a week and then I'll be skinny for vacation or all these things and just changing it to I need to find a balanced, realistic way to lose weight that fits into my current lifestyle so that I don't do really great in like this extreme dieting mode for a week and then crash and burn and overeat on the weekend and then give up. Like it's, I I talked about it on TikTok is because it's a really vicious cycle and diet culture as I think we're kind of improving, but diet culture for a while there was just like all those juice cleanses or like that cabbage soup thing that went viral on TikTok. I'm just like, and people are like, yeah, like I lost five pounds in a week and all these things. And I'm like, well, most of that was water, but all right. Mm -hmm. Then you eat like a normal person for a day and then your scale jumps up six because you're holding on all this water and it's just like a vicious cycle. And it's unfortunate that diet culture has so many people thinking that these quick fixes are actually sustainable because they're not. Like it's just a matter of losing a bunch of water and salt in a short period of time. So you see a number that you like on the scale. And then when you go back to your normal eating habits, it all crashes and burns and then you go back up to the way you were. So it's just a matter of flipping that mental switch to this isn't me just trying to lose weight or get to a certain number or get to a certain size. This is me wanting to live a healthy lifestyle long term. And some people, it just takes several attempts at losing weight. Or maybe like my videos can hopefully be a wake-up call to some people. And there's a lot of other good creators that I follow who talk about like it's like slow and steady wins the race kind of situation. Like weight loss is not, it's not linear. It's not fast. It's not. And if you're you're trying to go linear and fast, then what you're doing is not sustainable and it's going to crash. So I think it's just a mental thing. And a lot of people, they just, that light bulb hasn't gone off yet for them. But my hope is that eventually, like anyone who's losing weight can get to that point and then make those choices moving forward and not do that vicious cycle of this fad diet. Oh, that didn't work. And then I'm going to give up for a month. This fad diet and that didn't work. So it's just just a mental thing. And it takes time for people to come to that conclusion through like either consuming media or just thinking about it themselves. And like for me, I just thought about it. And then did some research. And then I was like, okay, I'm like, this is going to be what I have to do. And I can't put a timeline on it. I just, I just have to do it and be healthy. And that's the weight loss just followed after that. So it's just a mindset thing. And it's going to take some people some time to get there. I think one of the things is when it comes to the numbers of chronometer, you know, we're talking about protein and carbs and fats, those are macronutrients. When you start talking about how many calories are in one gram of a macro, and it all just feels daunting. You know, like Mm -hmm. when I started working at Chronometer, I'd already been tracking with a pen and paper 
for 10 years. I I started tracking with a pen and paper when I was in high school. I worked out at the gym. I was eating 880 calories a day, working out for three hours. It was insane. I was not thriving. Thinking about macronutrients and the micronutrients, it just, it's getting better, but it's not, these are not terms that are commonly consumed for the general population. And it sounds scary, I will Mm -hmm. admit, and daunting and like too much. So a lot of the time, I think it's just easier for people to be like, I'm just going to eliminate a whole food group Mm -hmm. and that will be easier. And like you were saying, they're achieving the same results because they're in a caloric deficit, but I think that there is a better way. And when people ask me, because I'd lost 20 pounds when I started working at Chronometer, people are like, what are you doing? And I said, I've let go of the belief like like you have that a fad diet is going to work. I've been fortunate enough to work alongside nutrition scientists who told me that food has no morals. It cannot be good or bad. And that completely changed my whole outlook. You know, like I don't deprive myself from anything. I'd be curious to know if you do. And that's given me so much flexibility. Like I will work things. If I have a sweet, I have a sweet tooth. I actually have sweet teeth if I'm being honest. So (laughs) I love some mini eggs and stuff. And, uh, I will absolutely work that into my plan for the day. You know, like I I will still hit my protein targets and that kind of thing. And that's where my success has happened for me because I'm not telling myself that anything is off limits. I can eat whatever I want, you know, at any given point. Someone's like, can you have this? And I'm like, I can have, (laughs) I can have the whole cheesecake if I want to have the whole cheesecake. But I think that's where I like broke free from that. And I think that it's hard for people to sometimes get in that mindset because one, because it's daunting when you think about just learning a little bit of science behind it, which I think that there's a lot of information out there. Like I'm always pumping our social channels full of information about different vitamins and minerals and and carbs and protein and fat. So there's lots of resources out there that can help people that will make it easier. But I think by and large, people just really want to hear that there was something that, that someone did that took no effort and I think that why is that the case? Why can't you dedicate five minutes to track every day mm-hmm. to know that you're getting enough outside of even like talking about weight loss? Like, are you not worth five five minutes? Like, honestly, you were saying that you spend less than 10 minutes on chronometer a day. I think mm-hmm. I have it down to under two because I'm just yeah. like... <laughs> I mean, it's been five years, so it's taking, you know, I'm in there a lot, but, but I don't think it it takes a lot of time. So I hope that people get on board kind of with what you're saying and that you are able to educate your community. Have you got any backlash about any of your more educational TikToks? Cause I've seen you've been pumping them out and I'm like, yes, tell the people. (laughs) (laughs) Have you had anyone be like, no. Yeah, I had someone comment and they were like, are you saying that being fat is not healthy? No judgment. I'm just asking. And I was like, being obese is linked to a multitude of really dangerous health conditions. So yeah, I'm saying that uh, you need to be in a healthy body and at a healthy weight to lower your risk for diabetes, heart disease, high cholesterol, all these things. And I think that's a hard truth for some people to hear. And like, I'm all for body positivity, but I'm also all for 
taking care of your body. And that's also body positivity. Like I had, there were several comments of people on the original and they were like, this is what real body positivity looks like. And this is what real self-love looks like. So I think it gets tricky because I don't want anyone to hate themselves the way I hated myself when I was just five pounds overweight. Like I, I don't want that for anybody. But at the same time, I don't want to, I don't think we should be encouraging these lifestyles of people that's going to bring them to an early grave. And it's like dangerous. Like you, you have to take care. Like I've seen what it does to a person to not take care of yourself for years and years and years. And then at a certain point, it's really hard to come back and take control back of your life if you let it get so far. So I think that there have been some people and it's not to hurt feelings. I think some people like I had one person and she like relates to my before picture. And I had posted a video about how, oh, losing weight solved all my problems. And it was like a funny like video. And most of my problems, pretty much all of them did go away after I lost the weight. So I have to think there might be some correlation there. But she was like, oh, this isn't it. And I had replied, I said, sharing my health journey isn't it. Like, and I am outspoken. Like, I get it. Like, it definitely like is like a video where it's like, whoa, like, you know, okay. But she was like, yeah, it's just like not good to put that out there that you hated your body so much. You had such a bad relationship with your body that you, after losing the weight, all of your problems went away. Like, that's just a bad message to put out there. And I was like, right, but it's it's my story and it's my truth. Like, yeah, I wasn't in a healthy body and it wasn't functioning like very well. And I, before letting it get insane out of control and getting obese, I took my life back. And I think some people, like when they relate to my before, then they're like, oh man, like it, it can feel hard when you like are seeing that. But also then if you look at my after and you're someone who's wanting to lose weight, like I, I want it to also be encouraging. I don't want people to be discouraged by what they see of me because that's that's what I'm trying to do is it, it's motivational content is what the hope is. But I think sometimes people who relate to my before, they, I don't want to say they take offense, but it, it's just like, I think some people just kind of get not offended, but maybe like discouraged because I'm very open about how I wasn't happy in that body. And I don't think that's a crime. Like that's that's my that's my truth. That's my personal story. That's the relationship I had with myself. And that's how I felt when I was existing in a 175 pound body. That's just what it was. That that's that's my truth. And I think some people who are not intending to lose weight and kind of look similar to me are and are trying to like be body positive, which that's your personal journey. And that's totally good. Like I think everyone should take care of themselves and love themselves no matter what. But my version of body positivity at 175 pounds was losing 45 pounds. And that doesn't mean that has to be what your journey is. But also that doesn't make my journey any less valid because my 175 pound self wanted change and your 175 pound self doesn't. So I think there's just people compare. And that's just the reality of the internet is people just kind of, they compare themselves. And when they see like themselves relate to something, then it gets really personal. And when the internet, it's really people, things just get personal. So there's been a little bit of like comments here and there. I had someone straight up call me fat phobic on the original one. It was like, but it, it was like a comment. It didn't get any likes because now there's just comments still coming in. And because the video is not like popping off necessarily right now, they're not getting any attention. But I had someone say fat phobic much. And I'm just like, I'm not even going to respond to you or even like say anything because it it's not like to want to better yourself and to want to be healthy is not fat fat phobic. It's just bizarre. So there's been some, but overall people have been really supportive. And I've been like, like you said, like posting the videos with like useful information and trying to split them up. So I'm not just dumping like a bunch of information on one person. Like 
like you said, like the idea when we start talking about micros and we talk about these things and it just gets like, whoa. So I said like in my one video where I just said, this is everything you need to know, super simple terms, calorie deficit and high protein. And I, I said, I left the macronutrient conversation fully out. I was like, I will talk about that in a whole different video. And I made a whole different video about my macronutrient ratio that I found to be useful. And, but I had some, like I tried to just break things up. So that way I'm not posting a 10 minute video with all this information. And someone who knows nothing about nutrition is just gonna be like, what? And it's not gonna click. So I just, I'm trying to like break up my videos and share things in a way that's not overwhelming. But I didn't pay attention to micros till about a year in because I didn't have an app that tracked micros and not have chronometer. And now I have the mental capacity to be educated on that. But at the start, it was just, am I getting minimum 100 grams of protein every single day? And am I staying around 1,550 calories every single day? And then it went into paying attention to carbs and fats more carefully. And now it's like everything on a day-to-day basis I pay attention to. But yeah, I just, I'm the whole like idea of it being daunting and scary, I'm breaking up my videos and trying to post them in categories and organized in a way that hopefully can help people like if they scroll to a video and it's I haven't talked about micros yet because that's just a whole nother ball game (laughs) they like swipe to like so they see like oh calorie deficit high protein and then they go to my video about macros and they start hearing fats carbs and then I get measurements in there and then they're like I'm out that's fine that's why I have Mm -hmm. it grouped out for you because ultimate but I have it pinned on my profile and like the like how I lost the weight and it is I was in a calorie deficit there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds strategies out there to get you in a calorie deficit, but worked for me was calorie tracking. And then I ate high protein to maintain the deficit. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. And then mm-hmm. I have other videos about other details that as I became more comfortable with what I was doing and more ready to add additional work, I have those videos kind of separate. I don't know if I'm ever going to talk about micro- micros. Maybe I will like do like a supplement like rundown eventually down the you road. Should. Yeah. You yeah, should. Yeah. Like I have like my case and I have like no, that'd be great. Okay, no, no, now I'm getting inspired. Um, I'm gonna do like a because like chronometer, like oh my goodness, like you, I scan like my because I was like, whoa, I need more B12 than what I'm getting. I'm not getting enough B12. And then I think also like my zinc that I take also has vitamin C and D, and so I needed to be careful about what I was taking so I didn't go over because there's somewhere if you go over the tolerable upper limit, I think mm-hmm. is what it's called, tolerable upper mm-hmm. intake, you can get sick. So I just Again. yeah, I yeah. am leaving trying to break things up on my account to make it less daunting to people. But at the end of the day, there is going to be a mental load associated with long-term weight loss. And you just have to get in the right headspace and understand that this is like a long-term important thing. And you have to just be willing to integrate it into your daily life to be successful. And it's just, again, back to the whole, like, you just, people have to have that mental flip before they can be successful with the weight loss. But yeah, I try to break things up to make it less scary to people. But at the end of the day, it's just the calorie deficit and the protein for anyone watching. It's calorie deficit. And <laughs> or I guess, no, just calorie deficit. Like that's one. Your macros really like it. They don't necessarily matter. If you're, You can eat like straight carbs and fats in a calorie deficit and you will lose weight. But the mm-hmm. protein is a matter of how long are you going to be able to stay in that deficit? <laughs> and also mm-hmm. like how much muscle are you going to be able to retain or how much muscle are you going to lose if you're not getting enough protein? But yeah, I I try to break it up to make it less scary for people. (laughs) More digestible pun absolutely intended. Yes. Where can people find you? Unfortunately, we're getting pressed for time. Hannah's going to get ejected out of her podcast studio, which is, we could talk about this for days. And I'm very happy to announce that Hannah will be creating some chronometer specific TikTok. So she's 
She's now become part of the uh, Chronometer family, and we'll get to see more of her on both uh, her own channels and ours. So people who are interested in your story can get more information. But where can people find you right now on TikTok? So my username is Hannah underscore RG underscore. And that's the only platform that I'm on. I had someone comment and ask if I have a weight loss Instagram. And I was like, no, I've never, I don't even have a personal Instagram, but that's the only platform that I'm on at this time is going to be TikTok. And that's Hannah underscore RG underscore. That's the only one right now. So that's that's where everything is, everything for me. And then a lot of my stuff, like like you said, are is going to be posted on Chronometer accounts as well on other platforms. Right now, it's just TikTok for my personal. So we can't wait. You've been such a breath of fresh air. <laughs> I have so much hope for young people that are hopefully able to follow in your footsteps and learn a lot about their nutrition. So they might be healthier getting into a little bit older age. And maybe this is the secret to mitigating a lot of disease and health health concerns is just knowing what you're putting in your body. Yep. Anna, you're a pleasure. Thank you so much for being here. I'm sure we'll have you on again. And uh, yeah, you're the best. Yes. Thank you so Thanks. much for having me. It's been Take care. so much fun. <laughs> thank yeah, you. Yes. <laughs> Bye, Hannah. One of the best parts about my job as the community marketing manager here is getting to hear people's stories and getting to connect with our users and find out how the app has really changed their lives. I hope that you love this episode from Hannah. If you have any questions about her weight loss, I know that she's very active on TikTok and would love to answer them. If this podcast episode motivated or inspired you, it probably would for someone else too. So be sure to share it with your friends and subscribe to future episodes. Till next time.